Welcome to the IBSI Use Podcast. My name is Gaia Lamperti, and today I'm joined by Gabriele Sabato, CEO and founder of Wiser Funding, a leading provider of credit risk assessment for SMEs. Hi, Gaia. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Oh, pleasure is all ours. Thank you. Today, we're going to chat about the outlook after COVID-fueled economic support to SMEs will withdraw in the foreseeable future, I imagine. But before that, Gabriele, why don't we start with a little introduction of Wiser Funding, the company overview, maybe your customer base and the sort of services you offer? Yeah, of course. Wiser Funding is a company we started five years ago now. Yeah, it went very fast, really. And uh, basically trying to help the market to become more efficient. And that only happens when we have better information. And especially in the SME world, a lot of that information wasn't really available. So our objective was to basically help lenders, investors to find the right amount of information to take faster and better decisions where they're trying to fund SMEs. So that is the objective. We've been around for five years now, quite an impressive growth. We now have more than 70 clients, the vast majority across Europe, but increasingly looking at other geographies outside of Europe, in particular Asia and South America. Sounds great. And yes, five years is a really short window of time. So I'm impressed by such growth, especially because two out of five were COVID years. Thanks, Gaia. Well, and, you know, among the worst victims of COVID, there were definitely SMEs. And we can say that economic support they've been receiving during these difficult times has been vital to keep them afloat. But according to you, Gabriele, what is going to happen when we see these covid fuel support withdraw? You know, what are going to be some of the long-term repercussions SMEs are going to face? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Gaia. That's a very good question. Uh, well, all I can say at this point is that obviously we all know uh, we went through a quite difficult 20 months uh, and uh, this pandemic has been terrible from a personal, uh, obviously also business perspective. Just to give you some numbers there, in the UK, we've actually seen a decline in GDP that is probably unique in the last 300 years, a 9.9% decline year on year in 2020. To find something above that 9.9, we need to go back to the 1700. So uh, it's unique. Sometimes we probably don't really understand the magnitude of what we went through. At the same time, you would think that with something like that, the world probably would come to an end. And, uh, you know, the typical Armageddon scenario, which honestly, I think we can all say we haven't really experienced from an economic perspective. And that is thanks to the government support. An unprecedented level of government support, as you rightly say, that's been put in place uh, by many governments across the world uh, to help people and companies to basically navigate this period. Everyone knew the start, but nobody actually knew when all this would finish. So 
few months ago, we've seen all this level of support starting to reduce across the world. And I think it's the right question, what's going to happen now? In a certain way, what happened is, is a little bit artificial, right? So a lot of companies have been kept alive thanks to government support. And if you look at the default rates across Europe, they've actually gone down. 30 to 40 percent, which is unusual, right? In a crisis, you would expect more companies to default. At least is what has always happened in the past. This time, there's actually been a decrease of defaults because of the government support. Just in the last couple of months, so as soon as this support started to be withdrawn, we have actually seen an increase in insolvencies again across Europe. We are not yet at the pre-pandemic levels. So obviously there is more to go, but the real question is, are we going then to experience what we would call a default wave? It's hard to say. There's actually a name. Uh, The other founder of Wiser Funding is a very famous uh, professor, pioneer in the credit industry that actually developed the first business credit scoring model back in 1968. And he defines those companies, the ones that have been kept alive thanks to government support as zombie companies. And so the real question is, what's going to happen to these zombie companies? How far can they go? And really, what could be the trigger event that could drive a lot of those companies out of business? There are many. We can see inflation threats, we can see labor shortage across Europe, we can see a lot of threats potentially, and all of them could be a potential trigger of a real economic crisis. So our expectations at this point is that if this new variant is not going to be too disruptive, we may still continue to see growth and recovery for the next six to eight months after that it may well be that the default wave is going to start materializing. Absolutely. This is quite a difficult reality to come to terms with, but this is what we have to be prepared to face. And in particular, I think technology is coming to rescue, especially in the last 20 months, we've seen so many new lend techs, new technology in the lending space, emerging and offering new solutions. Would you like to tell us a bit more about what technology can do in order to play a key role in the economic recovery and help SMEs to navigate the difficult times? they might face very soon. Yeah, absolutely, Gaia. Well, I guess if we had to find, (laughs) it's hard, but if we had to find a positive side of all this pandemic, I would probably say that help to accelerate digitalization in a lot of different areas, including finance. I mean, we thought that fintechs had already brought a lot of that a few years ago, but the reality is that still large part of the market was relying on old-fashioned face-to-face services. So digitalization has increased. And obviously, with that, you lose a little bit the contact. I mean, you don't meet someone for a coffee or for a lunch. So data is clearly becoming a key element to take decisions. Technology is the way we can actually process very large amount of data. 
which is a little bit what we do at Wiser Funding, take very large amount of data, processing it and providing insights to our clients. And so I think technology is actually helping us now to move to the next phase of this digitalization process and allow many businesses, many businesses out there to move into what I think many of us refer as the new normal. And the new normal means actually a more digital world. You probably heard talking a lot about embedded finance and embedded finance means being able to use technology to basically provide finance within any business. So technology is key and is actually what is powering these new business models that we are seeing around us. Yes, luckily at least we had one silver lining of of the whole pandemic. Um, but again, next to technology and next to you know digitization, um, it's core to also promote education, right? So um, basically SMEs need to be educated on the importance of some credit aspects. And it's quite interesting because individual consumers are very aware and very conscious of the importance of their credit score. But that might not be the same when it comes to SMEs. So why, in your perspective and in wiser funding perspective, it's fundamental to educate SMEs to learn the importance of their credit score, not only to the health of their business, but also to the health of the whole economy of their country and globally, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're touching a very important point. Education, financial education, financial awareness is is totally lacking. And it's it's incredible that, as you mentioned, the consumer world is actually moving faster than the business world. A lot of us now are coming across the world scoring on a daily basis, right? Anything we do from buying a contract for your mobile to applying for a car or for any sort of service, it, it basically based on our score. So coming across that, and I think a lot of us have learned what that means. How can we improve our score? How can we kind of track our credit profile? As a consumer, unfortunately, you're absolutely right. Not the same is happening in the in the, in the company world. The large large corporate have always been used to ratings, and so they know that rating is almost like their business card. Anything they want to do, anything they want to have or access, will be based on that rate. I think increasingly we need to build that awareness and educate SMEs to go in the same direction, to understand that as they file accounts every quarter or every year, they also need to look at their credit profile. That needs to become their business card. It's what enables them to basically access basic services, funding at a certain price. So the better we become at understanding credit risk, the more efficient will be the market. And this is back to, and I don't want to get too technical, but the information asymmetry. So when one side has better information than the other, then sometimes the allocation of funds is not efficient. 
and that creates a lot of problem in the market. So allocating funds correctly is absolutely key to have an efficient market. And if we don't have perfect information, maybe it's never going to be perfect, but better way to share information, then obviously we're not going to get to that level of market efficiency that we hope for. So going back to your question, I think education is key. And we hope at Wiser Funding to generate curiosity, at least from the SME perspective, because only with that, then we can help SMEs to get better to track what they do, to link their management actions to their credit profile. And once we do that, then they're going to be aware of where they stand, what they can access, what pricing they should go for. And that's really going to change the market perspective. That's such an interesting point. Thank you, Gabriele. So I think we touched upon some of the most important topics at the moment, technology, financial education. We cannot go on without mentioning ESG. This is what probably all companies in all sectors should be focusing on, but particularly in the financial services industry. This is so important because of like the influence and, and, and the power that this industry has. Um, so when it comes again to SMEs, in which way can they address ESG commitments and strategies as well as keeping an eye on their credit considerations and balance these two elements? Yeah, yes, absolutely, Guy. I think you're, you're, you're right. ESG today is the hot topic, really. I was last week at uh, probably the largest uh, event for risk in, in Europe called RiskMind. This year was, was in Barcelona, uh, three days with all the main uh, risk experts across uh, Europe. And uh, I can tell you that almost 50% of uh, the, the presentations there were focusing on ESG. So definitely something that is becoming uh, extremely relevant, not just for the entire world, but also for the financial world. And I think the, the, the financial world understands that can play a major role to extending the awareness and improving the ESG profile of many companies. And you're right, I think there is a very strong correlation between ESG profile and credit profile you would find that generally companies that are focused on improving their ESG profile are possibly also taking the right management actions to improve their credit profile. What we're seeing as Wiser Funding in the market is obviously the need for the financial industry to understand the ESG profile of many companies. So we're just, uh, and this is uh, uh, news uh, we're actually giving to you, we're actually going to include some ESG metrics next year, just in January on our platform, to allow our clients to have a basic understanding of the company they're looking at. And if there is any red flag, obviously in terms of the environmental part, but also the social and the governance piece. 
Lovely. That's great, Gabriele. And thank you so much for sharing the news. We're excited for you. And I guess this is so needed in the industry to have some sort of guidance, both for SMEs, but also for customers at large when it comes to ESG rankings and red flags. To conclude, the last thing I would like to ask you is what can we expect for the future. So when we look at figures from the last quarters, at least in the UK, we see good signs like almost a 5% uh, growth uh, in the GDP. But, you know, is this factual or is this something that might mislead on what is actually going to happen in the post-pandemic? Well, uh, my answer to this one, guy has probably changed in the last few weeks. Unfortunately, I think the signs of the recovery have been uh, uh, fleeting in, in the last month or so. Fears of the inflation that we're seeing across Europe, reaching almost 6%, labor shortage, uh, all these have been changing a little bit the macroeconomic landscape. So yes, we saw a great recovery, at least of the GDP. A lot of that, we cannot forget, was driven by the incredible, unprecedented amount of liquidity that had been deployed in the system across the world. It's almost like the world had been given a great uh, medicine for this pandemic. But now, we may well see the side effects of that medicine because helped to stay alive, helped to keep unemployment low, helped to keep a lot of companies going, helped consumers, people like us, to continue to you know, live our lives, being able to pay our bills and rents and so on. But, but, but it's not free. There are side effects. And I think the most worrying one, to me, is the inflation. Obviously, it's been growing very quickly. I guess most of the central banks across the world are worried about that. And soon we'll need to do something. And I think they were almost ready to take that decision. But now the new variant and the worries around it are just creating that level of uncertainty that absolutely we did not need. Because the uncertainty is what is going to prevent businesses, small and big ones, to make any decision about investments for the future. You don't know, should I sign the lease for this office? I don't know, are we going backwards? Is the vaccine uh, going to be still effective? When we had just started to get out of the tunnel, it looks like very quickly we're getting into a new one. And we'll need to see where the light is. I mean, it could be a short one, hopefully. I think we all hope so. And, and if it is, then I think the, the figures you saw, the GDP growth, could be a real one, could be a real good signal for the economy to be recovering very quickly, for companies to go back to uh, the pre-pandemic levels. We saw a lot of tensions in the labor market. So good signs of recovery, but I guess right now it's almost like wait and see because we really need to understand what the impact of the new variant 
uh, is going to be and what the central banks will decide to do with regards to the inflation. Absolutely. So interesting. And thank you so much for the insights. This was Gabriele Sabato, CEO and founder of Wiser Funding. Thank you, Gabriele, for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Gaia. Bye.